IRO FM 97.3, Tacoma, Seattle. Your world now. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Eggland's Best. I'm Lisa Mateo. Just two days before Election Day and more than 92 million Americans like these men in Beverly Hills have already cast their ballots. He's not a politician, you know, like the other guy. You know, he's not very PC, and I like that. As a veteran, as a kindergarten teacher, I support Joe Biden because Biden represents equal opportunity for everyone. CBS News Director of Elections and Surveys Anthony Salvanto tells Face the Nation about the latest battleground tracker poll. Our baseline battleground tracker model from all 50 states adds up to a narrow electoral college lead for Joe Biden. Now remember, it's the electoral college, not a national vote, that decides the presidency. President Trump making his first stop of the day in the Midwest. Over the last four years, I fought for Michigan like no one has ever fought for Michigan. Before I became president, the great state of Michigan was hemorrhaging your car companies and your car businesses. The president is also hitting Iowa, North Carolina, Georgia and Florida today, while Joe Biden focuses on Pennsylvania. Biden campaign senior advisor Anita Dunn explains the strategy on CNN. We're campaigning in states that haven't been competitive for decades. We've expanded the map, and we feel very good about our pathways to victory. The nation's top infectious disease expert is speaking out against President Trump's handling of the pandemic. In a new interview with The Washington Post, Dr. Fauci says when it comes to COVID-19, the Trump White House could not possibly be positioned more poorly. Fauci also went on record praising presidential candidate Joe Biden's approach to the pandemic, saying the Democrats' campaign is taking it seriously from a health perspective. Maria Garcia, CBS News. Another country has joined the global race for a COVID-19 vaccine. Israel began clinical trials of a coronavirus vaccine, inoculating the first of 80 volunteers. Researchers say if the vaccine is successful, it could be available by next summer. It's a great day, said Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. We can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Robert Berger, CBS News, Jerusalem. A 70-year-old man has been pulled out alive from under a collapsed building in western Turkey after a strong earthquake in the Aegean Sea struck the country and Greece on Friday. It has killed at least 64 people and injured more than 900. And a powerful typhoon that slammed into the eastern Philippines, packing winds of 140 miles an hour, has killed at least seven people. Officials say Typhoon Goni has weakened as it blows toward Manila, where the capital's main airport was shut down. This is CBS News. Today, stronger immunity and better nutrition are more important than ever. That's why Eggland's Best gives you and your family more. That's healthy news for everyone. Only Eggland's Best. Now, from the Cairo Radio News Center at MyNorthwest.com. Investigators in Pierce County are still trying to piece together what led to a shooting at a Halloween party on Friday night. Cairo 7 TV's Deborah Horn reports from Sumner. Sheriff's investigators say a Halloween party was going on when an altercation of some kind broke out outside the house. At about 12.30 Saturday morning, a man opened fire. Neighbors say they saw partygoers scrambling to take cover. We heard gunshots and people running. They started hiding behind the cars and we just went inside. In all, five people were shot. All but one of them, a woman, found a ride to local hospitals. Detectives say they recovered a gun, though they don't know if it was used in the shooting. Investigators say they have not found the suspect and they don't have much to go on. 
Daily case counts of COVID-19 are on the rise in Washington. More than 1,000 cases were reported Friday, one of our highest coronavirus counts since the surge after the 4th of July. Saturday saw 928 more confirmed cases. So far, more than 2,300 people in Washington have died from the virus. Politics are playing a huge role in professional sports this year, and the Seattle, Se- the Seattle Seahawks are no exception. Coach Pete Carroll says 100% of their players are registered to vote. Everybody went to work on it to figure out what they had to do to get, to get um, organized to vote in, in their local areas and stuff. You can hear the Hawks battle the San Francisco 49ers at 125 right here on Cairo Radio. And now it's time for your weather forecast. Sunny and clear skies all day long with highs in the upper 50s. Right now it is 46 degrees in downtown Seattle. I'm Alec Downing. For election coverage, COVID updates, local news and opinion, download the Cairo Radio app. Cairo Radio, here for what's next. The following is a paid program on this station. Cairo Radio was paid a fee to air the following program. All information discussed on the following program is for general information purposes only and does not constitute legal advice or create an attorney-client relationship. Prior to acting on any legal matter, you should seek legal advice from a qualified legal attorney who can evaluate your situation and advise you accordingly. Welcome to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Your Partner in Law is brought to you in part by the law firm Gregorick & Associates PLLC. Charting your course to a secure future. Your Partner in Law starts now. Here's your host, Rick Gregorick. Good morning and welcome to Your Partner in Law. Hi, I'm Rick Gregorick and I'm in with uh, Ted Hansen this morning. Good morning, Ted. Good morning on the sunny Seahawks Sunday, Rick. Sunny Seahawks Sunday. It's a crisp day, crisp fall day. Kind of looks like a pretty day out there. It's November 1st, Ted. The year's almost over. The year is almost over. And it can't be over soon enough for, I think, all of us. So uh, as we plot ahead to the... uh, towards the new year. You know, folks, I thought I'd talk a little bit about today about uh, what you might want to be thinking about uh, given the um, events to occur on uh, Tuesday as far as our election goes and uh, what might or might not happen. Um, Certainly the national polls have uh, Biden with a comfortable lead. Um, But then again, we go back to 2016 and I think everyone, no matter what your political persuasion says, huh, well, the polls are wrong. So we'll see. Um, None of us know, obviously, what's going to transpire. But we do have some ideas as far as, you know, the what ifs. Um, And I want to talk a little bit about um, taxes today and what the... How, the, how do the platforms for the Republicans and the Democrats, how do they differ, and what would be the emphasis and impacts? And, and we have to talk about so many different types of taxes. Any of you who have come in as a client know that, you know, there's more than one tax. So people come in and say, you know, I would really want to save on my taxes. Well, that's not enough information. We need to, you know, dig in a little bit more because... 
Folks, there are so many types of taxes that we're talking about. And, and, and let's leave state out of it for a second. But just at the federal level, we've got your income taxes, of course. You've got estate and inheritance taxes. You've got long and short-term capital gains taxes, uh, gift taxes. That's one that always trips people up quite a bit. And so the, all of these things interplay and how do they work? And every part of the tax code basically imposes certain taxes on certain activities. And then most of them have what we either call safe harbors or other provisions in them that you can take advantage of through proper tax and, and estate planning and also in certain ways that you invest. And these types of things are commonly referred to as loopholes. They're certainly allowable under the statutes, under the code, but many people feel that, well, maybe they slip through without anybody thinking about it, and we argue about these. Ted, one of the most interesting loopholes that gets um, talked about and certainly um, would have sweeping change if the uh, proposed Biden plan were to um, take effect. Of course, that's not just up to Joe. It's going to be up to Congress to pass new tax legislation. But one of the volleyballs, and this has been a volleyball for decades, folks, uh, decades and decades and decades, probably all the way back to World War II, was on capital gains tax and what happens upon your death to assets that you own that are capital assets. So today, folks, is one system, um, but we used to have another system, and, you know, the Biden proposal looks like it wants to go back to the other system that we had back go probably um, in the 70s uh, up to uh, probably up to about 1986. So Ted, walk us through a little bit about how this current capital gains tax works when we die. Well, as it stands right now, um, when you pass away with appreciated assets, a home, a stock uh, accounts, those types of things, you will receive what we call a step-up in basis on the fair market value as of the date of your death, which means that any of the underlying gain is wiped out by virtue of the fact that you died holding the asset. That is one of those things that is currently proposed by the other administration to eliminate the step-up in basis, and not quite sure what that will look like, but that's actually what's on the table now. Yeah, so the step-up, folks, has long been a, you know, since the 80s anyhow, has long been a cornerstone for most of you, certainly if you own a home. If you have any money invested in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, now this won't affect your IRAs or 401ks, but all of your non-retirement accounts that will all be subject to capital gains. So the joke was early, the best tax planning for capital gains is simply die. When you die, all of your capital gains are forgiven, if you will, and you get to adjust the value that you paid. Let's say you paid $100, but at the time of death it's worth 500 so the new basis is five hundred, and therefore the four hundred thousand dollars of gain is gone. Um, this has troubled lots of tax people in a long time. In the past, instead of this step-up basis, we had what was referred to as a carryover basis. Now this comes in two different versions. One of the carryover basis, like it was last time, said that the assets would transfer to your heirs 
However, they would have your tax basis, and in the future, when they sold the assets, they would have to pay the capital gains based on your original basis. It was very difficult for people because they didn't have your records and oftentimes couldn't um, come up with what your capital gains rate should be because you couldn't come up with your basis, caused a lot of people to have to basically overpay in capital gains tax. Now, there's a new wrinkle on this uh, this time where the tax would be due on your death and you would have to pay the gain, the capital tax on that gain before your your family or other beneficiaries inherit the asset. So they will inherit it after the tax has been paid. Arguably, they would have the new basis and would accrue capital gains from there, but your estate would have already paid it. So without worrying about the political ramifications of this, because that's not really my job as your estate planner, my estate planner is to say, well, if this is the law, this is your situation, and how do you want to handle that? Because most people that come in to see Ted and I, they have some common goals. And we'd love to hear your goals as well, but let me give you a couple of the common ones. And then what I'd love for you to call me and tell me some of your goals or any comments or questions you have and what we're talking about today. And you can call us at 888-973-5476. That'll get your rate on air to Cairo and KTTH, 888-973-5476. Paul's waiting at the board to take your calls. So, Ted, you know, we've seen thousands of clients over our each over our, you know, several decades of practicing law gets, you know, when you get down and you can start saying a couple of decades, that sounds better than the alternative of all those years and uh, all the gray hair and everything else that goes along with that. But generally when we're talking about, you know, families and that, you know, people are really, you know, want to pass on wealth. Every parent wants their child to be better than the next. And this has just always gone on. Um, People have philanthropic goals for various charities, not everyone, but many. So how we transfer wealth, what charitable planning. Now, when we get back into here, now here's something that's almost universal. People want to minimize their taxes, all of them, income, capital gains, the whole nine yards, estate and inheritance. And, and the other themes that come up very, very prevalent are asset protection. I want to protect and preserve what I have and then I want to maintain my privacy. These seem to be leading goals in um, people setting together their estate plans with us because an estate plan, as we've talked so much, is, you know, yes, you have to have your wills and powers of attorney and trust, but how they are put together and what additional planning you do outside of the core planning. And we want to kind of talk about that um, quite a bit, but a lot of it certainly has to do your, with your wealth or lack thereof. Those of you who are fortunate to have wealth, you have to pay attention to these things. Those of you who are on the other end of this spectrum and maybe, you know, maybe getting up in years and your retirement uh, funds are questionable on how they're going to support you for the rest of your life. We have a whole different um, approach that we have to take in estate planning there in helping ensure that you have resources or access to resources um, to help you throughout life. And Ted, this is what you spend a lot of time dealing with folks that are aged and oftentimes have uh, intervening medical conditions and severe medical cost and housing cost. 
Well, all that's true, and and what you said is also very true that your your planning paradigm, I guess I'll call it, changes as you age, and 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 really the focus in that arena is on just what Rick talked about, and that's how am I going to be supported during my disability, both financially and with the human element, which is appointing various people to be agents for you, to be able to make decisions for you when you're unable to do that. But it does change that whole dynamic. And and like Rick said, uh, most people want to try to preserve something for their heirs or for a charity, depending on the cause. And and sometimes that's not an easy planning horizon, let's put it that way. But the sooner that you start thinking about these issues, the better off you are. Because one thing I can say for sure over the years is that when you get to that point, having some forethought into how I'm going to pay for all this uh, makes all the difference in the world in terms of what you can preserve for your family. You know, and Ted, one of the things that, you know, and, and we go through this every four to eight years or, you know, depending on the political ebbs and flows, and it, it's particularly challenging for all of us citizens when we have, you know, a tax plan going in one direction and we plan on that because that's what we have to do. We have to use the laws that are current at the time and forecast that. And so we get 8, 10, 12, 20 years into our plan and the rules change. It's kind of like playing a football game. You get to the fourth quarter and you make new rules. Um, It's tough. You have to adapt, and that's kind of what we're doing. Hey, folks, we'd love to hear from you today, your thoughts, um, anything that's going on in your life with COVID or you've got something you'd just like to get off your chest uh, or talking about that or any of your estate planning questions or real estate, we'd be happy to uh, chat with you today. Give us a call. 888-973-5476-888-973-5476. It'll get you right on air for right now. When we talk about estate planning and elder law, there are two triggers that cause you to review your plan. John Curley here with my attorney, Rick Gregrick. And Rick, what are those two triggers? Thanks, John. There are two key triggers for when you should review your estate plan. Changes in health or wealth. COVID-19 is a significant impact to both, so everyone should review and update their estate plan. Ask yourself, are you and your family prepared? Do you have the right executors, agents, and trustees? Have you provided for your family? We're here to help. This pandemic has disrupted all of our lives, so each of us needs to be proactive during these difficult times. Be prepared. Have a plan. Talk to Rick. Gregor and Associates, they're open. They're essential business, and they want to help give you peace of mind. You can call them or meet virtually to discuss your estate and elder law plan. Call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. Or book your free consultation online at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You know, we can't always count on great health as we age. That's why I cannot overstate the peace of mind I feel having long-term care coverage for me and my wife. If you've been thinking about it, but you have some questions, this is a great time to get answers. Join my friends from 525 Advisors for one of their free long-term care planning live webinars they have coming up. At the webinar, they'll explain how long-term care works, what the coverage pays for, and you'll discover all the new options and different ways to fund a plan. And then when you're ready, 525 Advisors, they are the best in the country. And I know that because my wife and I went through the whole process with Brian and Madeline, and man, they take great care of their customers. Check out all their reviews. People love working with Brian and Madeline at 525 Advisors. So sign up today, 525longtermcare.com. Join them for one of their upcoming live webinars.
seminars. The class is free. All you have to do is go to 525longtermcare.com. 525longtermcare.com. Retirement. What does it mean to you? Has it changed as a result of today's economy? Are you worried about your future? Could there be stormy seas ahead? Hi, this is Rick Gregrick, founder of Gregrick & Associates. We're a dedicated team of legal and tax professionals that can help you navigate your course for a secure future. Whether you're just thinking about your retirement or you're well into your retirement years, whether you're single, married, or involved in a domestic partnership, we can help you create your necessary legal and tax planning. I am so glad I found one firm that can help me with all my legal and tax needs. Call today for your free consultation, 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. During this free consultation, Rick will guide you in the right direction. Do you need will-based planning or trust-based planning? Find out now. Schedule your free consultation with Rick by going to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Yourpartnerinlaw.com. nice warm sunny crisp fall day it's a warm sun and a crisp fall day anyhow folks uh, welcome back to your partner in law i'm rick gregory hey folks you can uh, get in touch with us anytime you like uh, going to yourpartnerinlaw.com if you'd like our life plan organizer to help you get started on organizing your affairs and really getting ready to do some goal setting and talk about your risk and concerns um, our organizer will work very well for you, get you started. Um, just go ahead and hop on yourpartnerinlaw.com and go to the ask a question to the attorney and say, hey, I'd like a life plan organizer. And we'll, we'll get one out to you right away. If you leave your phone number, it's even more beneficial if we have any follow-up questions on getting you the right planner. Um, so anyhow, give us a call on that's absolutely free, no obligation. And of course, all of you listening in Cairo and KTTH, um, you're our favorite folks, of course. So you always get a free estate or elder law consultation. And uh, we just enjoy seeing you. So um, the live call in uh, number today for the show is 888-973-5476. 888-973-5476. So, folks, we're talking a little bit about, you know, kind of taxes, because when we talk about estate planning, it usually falls into two or three general categories. We talk about your family and things that are going on there and what your goals are. Then we look at the amount of money you have or don't have. Then we look at various tax programs or taxing issues that you'll be subjected to. Or on the other end of the spectrum, are you going to be looking for um, governmental assistance through Medicaid or other um, programs, uh, Social Security Disability, for instance, all kinds of different programs. And so your unique situation drives it, but each of us are within the legal backdrop of the foundation of what laws are in place at the time, and we have to plan on those. And then when we see a changing of the guard, um, which we see so rather often in our country with you know our elections every four years, and I'm not in any way saying we should do away with every four-year elections, that's a good thing, but it does create some challenges for us mortals planning our affairs, because if we're planning them under one set of assumptions, 
and we're well into that plan. Let's say you've had that plan in place for 15 years, and you've been managing it according to one set of rules, one set of tax codes, and all of a sudden, tomorrow, you have a new set, and that new set is kind of the opposite of what you had. Um, it makes challenges. So my job and Ted's job is really to help you through those challenges, to understand what the law is, what it isn't, what it may be, what's the potential for that, and then certainly what are the costs and impacts to you, and more importantly, or equally as important, what planning options would you have? Might you want to invest differently? Absolutely. Under different tax strategies, different investment strategies make sense. Ted, I was looking at this, and um, with potential income tax increases, potential tax increases for capital gains, and um, all the uh, and the estate tax, um, one of the things that I think would be will be a boom in. Um, this will be to an industry that doesn't always need a boom, but I believe that life insurance may start playing a much bigger role again in people's um, estate planning because even though it's subject to estate taxes, we have some ways of dealing with that. But most importantly, proceeds from life insurance policies are not income taxable. And Ted, we've been talking so much recently about how to help manage income taxes. Well, <clears throat> excuse me, over the over the past few years, the estate planning world really has been more focused on income tax planning as opposed to estate tax planning because the exemption is so large. It's the largest historically that it's ever been, and that is one of those items that's up in the air, and we talked about that on almost every show. We talk about the possibility or the probability that that's going to change again, and and we do plan with what we have in place now. I don't know what it's going to be next week or next year or in 10 years, but we have a certain set of rules that we can apply in any case to try to you know, plan for these elements. But income tax has been the big focus. And, and when we say that, really what we're talking about is, is minimizing or shifting assets to other generations that have a lower tax, bait, uh, tax rate than you do. And that's a, that's a real focus lately, uh, like I said, because the exemption, the estate tax exemption is so high, it's really become focused on an income tax. Well, there's so many things that could occur, you know, when we have a major shift in taxation that's going to shift consumer behavior to other alternatives and, uh, of course, there will be many coming out. It will greatly influence, perhaps, the types of investing you do. Um, we've had uh, a society heavily invested in um, growth companies and building capital structure and, uh, you know, building up the stock portfolio. Um, we may see a shift towards a bigger focus on dividend-producing stocks, perhaps, to offset the capital gains issue a little bit. But all going to be very complex and um, interesting to figure out. I do want to just mention, though, that there anything that you do for tax planning yet this year, if you take advantage of certain things and they're abolished next year, if you've already done them, the tax code is prospective, not 
regressive, so it's not going to look back and penalize you there. And the IRS has actually uh, um, come out on this uh, relative to the estate tax and the gift tax exemption. If you do a large gift today utilizing your gift tax exemption and the exemption amount gets lowered in a subsequent administration, you're not going to be penalized for that. Your your yeah. gift is going to no be clawback. It's going to be in it. the bank, yeah. right? They, they call it clawback, but that's you know, that's 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 for sure. And and for those of you that have significant wealth, uh, by all means, uh, take advantage of the the provisions that allow us to do gifting in a smart manner that you know gets money out of your estate and benefits the next generation or, or beyond. Frankly, yeah, there are tools out there to do this, and um, they're really great. And uh, so we are encouraging all of you. If you really have over a two or three million dollar estate, um, you got to take take this into consideration and uh, be thinking about something that you may want to pull the trigger on before year end, that's when you give us a call at the office, 425-284-3450. That's the office number during the week, 425-284-3450. Of course, you can always leave us a message now, or you can go to rjglegal.com. That's a law firm's website. Schedule your free consultation. We'd love to see you, and we will be right back. I have so many questions about my future and what I should do with my assets. I need to make sure my family is protected. Me too. Should I have a will or a trust in place? What about powers of attorney and health care directives? Yeah, we need someone who can help us put it all together. Hi, this is Rick Gregrick, founder of Gregrick & Associates. We have answers to your questions and even questions you may not know you had. It's our goal to help you chart a clear course for your future. By choosing Gregrick & Associates, you can rest assured that your legal, tax, and planning needs will be met. It's true. The dedicated professionals at Gregrick & Associates Associates are your legal, tax, and planning solution. Give them a call today at 425-284-3450 or go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Contact Gregory and Associates. They're a focused team of professionals capable of handling all your legal needs. Schedule your free consultation now and Rick will guide you in the right direction. Do you need will-based planning or trust-based planning? Find out now. Schedule your free consultation with Rick by going to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Yourpartnerinlaw.com. You know, we can't always count on great health as we age. That's why I cannot overstate the peace of mind I feel having long-term care coverage for me and my wife. If you've been thinking about it, but you have some questions, this is a great time to get answers. Join my friends from 525 Advisors for one of their free long-term care planning live webinars they have coming up. At the webinar... They'll explain how long-term care works, what the coverage pays for, and you'll discover all the new options and different ways to fund a plan. And then when you're ready, 525 Advisors, they are the best in the country. And I know that because my wife and I went through the whole process with Brian and Madeline, and man, they take great care of their customers. Check out all their reviews. People love working with Brian and Madeline at 525 Advisors. So sign up today, 525longtermcare.com. Join them for one of their upcoming live webinars. The class is free. All you have to do is go to 525longtermcare.com, 525longtermcare.com. Now back to your partner-in-law with Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Welcome back to Your Partner-in-Law. I'm Rick Gregory, and I'm with Ted Hansen today, and we're talking with you. If you'd like to talk with us, 
Phone number is 888-973-5476. We've been trying to just go over and have a general conversation on taxes uh, as they relate to your estate planning, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, no matter who's in the Oval Office, um, we're going to be talking taxes, and we're going to be talking changes in taxes, and we're going to be talking about what should you do about them and how do you structure your estate, how do you structure your financial investments, um, how do you deal with your real estate investments. I mean, Ted, my goodness, if I look at our client base and how many people own rental properties, some of them just a couple or one or two, uh, but others, you know, as a significant part of their livelihood. Or all of their livelihood. Or all of it, and many. And the way capital gains are handled will have a dramatic impact on their business and the way they're going to calculate their future profitabilities. Um, And so our job, I think, Ted, is to help educate people to be prepared if, because there's going to be a very short window of opportunity really between the election and the end of the current term for anybody to do any type of tax planning that they might want to adjust for a new administration or even a continuing administration, perhaps. So there's lots of uh, reasons to do that, but um, gifting is a really a big issue here. And trying to make this clear on the radio is difficult, but folks, all of you have an $11,588,000 lifetime gift exemption at the federal level. Sounds like a lot, and it is. So for most of us, we could give away our entire estate and not during our lifetime and not pay a gift tax. Federal. Federal gift tax. We don't have a gift tax in Washington, knock on wood, yet. Or capital gains. No capital gains in Washington, again, yet. So um, things are, you know, always, you know, ebbing and flowing. So we want to make sure that we're looking at each of your assets, the class of assets, the taxation on those, and then you can strategically make your buy-sell decisions. How long do you hold? Um, I think under a plan where there's a, a you know, no step up in basis at your death, that people will more likely be trading properties more because there won't be an incentive not to. Right now, there's an incentive for you to hold on to your assets. If they're highly appreciated in capital gains, there's a motivation for many of you to hold on to those and not pay the tax, knowing that upon your death under current law, the capital gains goes away and your kids can then sell it and realign the portfolio. So just how we're going to make our decisions is going to be different and how we do all of this planning. And so um, we're encouraging um, certainly all of our existing clients um, that we've been coaching them on what they need to be thinking about or be ready to potentially do. And if you'd like to be prepared as well, um, give Tedder, you know, give us a call at the office. It's 425-284-3450. Get free consultation. Um, we'll help you take a look at your situation, and we'll give you our very best, honest, unfiltered advice um, of just the facts. This is the code. This is what would happen. That's what we do. And, um, you know, and that's not always good news, by the way. So we sometimes we have to have these discussions in retrospect and things have been done that shouldn't have been done that that are now putting you in a position where you end up paying more taxes, not less. So 
Rick started this program talking about this concept of, of you know step up and basis, and there are really two ways to do it: you swap till you drop, or you die with it. That's that's really how you how you manage highly appreciated assets in today's environment, aside from gifting, right? So, or in combination with gifting, uh, but nevertheless, those uh, those things may change too. I haven't heard anything about this 1031 arena, which most people I think are familiar with that uh, idea, but I haven't heard any really negative things about that in the in the in the tax plan for either of these uh, two. No, but it'll be interesting if they'll even be allowed anymore. Yeah. You know, that 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 will be a question and that yeah. none of us know. I haven't seen anything in the any of the yeah, accounting yeah. literature or things of that, you know, the sure. the, the 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 accountants uh, the journal of uh, accountancy they put out a lot of really good detailed you know factual reports on uh, that aren't really you know they're not politically reports they're there's the tools professionals use to make decisions this is the code this is it and uh, so there's a, a lot of things but that's a really good point ted well it's just one of those continuing things that we we, we know they're in place now we're not sure if they're going to continue if they're willing to take a stab at the step up in basis the 1031 exchange might fall right behind it yeah, so there are going to be some long-ranging uh, potential ramifications. Hey, folks, you can go to yourpartnerinlaw.com and and uh, request your life plan organizer, and we'll get that emailed out to you. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. If you have any uh, questions, comments, give us a call right now on air, 888-973-5476. We'll be right back. When we talk about estate planning and elder law, there are two triggers that cause you to review your plan. John Curley here with my attorney, Rick Gregrick. And Rick, what are those two triggers? Thanks, John. There are two key triggers for when you should review your estate plan. Changes in health or wealth. COVID-19 is a significant impact to both, so everyone should review and update their estate plan. Ask yourself, are you and your family prepared? Do you have the right executors, agents, and trustees? Have you provided for your family? We're here to help. This pandemic has disrupted all of our lives, so each of us needs to be proactive during these difficult times. Be prepared. Have a plan. Talk to Rick. Gregor and Associates, they're open. They're essential business, and they want to help for 50. Or book your free consultation online at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You know, we can't always count on great health as we age. That's why I cannot overstate the peace of mind I feel having long-term care coverage for me and my wife. If you've been thinking about it, but you have some questions, this is a great time to get answers. Join my friends from 525 Advisors for one of their free long-term care planning live webinars they have coming up. At the webinar, they'll explain how long-term care works, what the coverage pays for, and you'll discover all the new options and different ways to fund a plan. And then when you're ready, 525 Advisors, they are the best in the country. And I know that because my wife and I went through the whole process with Brian and Madeline, and man, they take great care of their customers. Check out all their reviews. People love working with Brian and Madeline at 525 Advisors. So sign up today, 525longtermcare.com. Join them for one of their upcoming live webinars. The class is free. All you have to do is go to 525longtermcare.com, 525longtermcare.com. Are you like me? I have so many questions about my own estate planning, and now my parents have health issues. I have to take care of them and their finances, and it's all so complicated. What do I do? Where do I stand? 
Sound familiar? Attorney Rick Gregrick founded Gregrick & Associates to serve the needs of individuals, families, and small businesses. Rick's life experiences with his own parents and grandparents combined with his legal knowledge is here to guide you through these troubled waters. Rick Gregrick is a proud member of the National Academy of Estate Planning Attorneys and of Elder Counsel. Contact Rick Gregrick at 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. Or go to yourpartnerinlaw.com, yourpartnerinlaw.com. Don't delay. Call today for your peace of mind. There's no cost for your initial consultation for estate planning or elder law. Call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. Thank you. I'm calling Greg Rick and Associates today. We return to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, Rick Gregorick. And we're back. You're listening to Your Partner in Law. I'm attorney Rick Gregorick, and I'm here with attorney Ted Hansen. And we've just been having a chit-chat this morning about uh, taxes. And, you know, they change all the time, folks. Even during administrations, they change. But when we have major shifts in administrations, um, we've seen this all along, you know, all the way back to... You know, Reagan did his thing, and Clinton did his thing, and Bushes did his thing, and Obama did his thing, and Trumps did his thing, and now we're up to that the next thing. And you know, I've lamented on this many times that you know this bit, little bit of a roller coaster our politicians do to us in um, in the tax arena does make it difficult for the vast majority of us to have a long term strategic plan. So that doesn't mean that you don't have one. I think it actually increases the need to have one, but it really underscores the need to review your plan often, review it critically, and I I call test your plan. Is it still the right plan? Just because it was the best plan 3, 4, 5, 10, or even 15 years ago, you have to look at it in light of today and going forward. So we always have to have a forward-looking perspective on where we're going. Um, where we've been may or may not have much relevance. Well, and you got to, you know, you got to take the car out of the garage once in a while and run it and you know, get it repaired and do things like that. That's the same thing we're talking about here. You know, I think most people have uh, you know, they know they should do this, and a lot of them have done it, but like Rick said, they've done it 15 years ago. Perhaps they have children now that they didn't have then, and that plan no longer fits. And and not to mention all the changes in tax law, and, and in particular in the state of Washington, we have an estate tax that we have to pay attention to. So not many people will hit the 115 but a whole lot of you are in that state estate tax arena, uh, and that and that's a big planning uh, hurdle too for a lot of folks to kind of get a grasp on how we deal with that. But the idea really is to be able to defer on on first death and then perhaps eliminate on second death is really the goal in that in that arena. Yeah, I mean, folks, we can't lose sight of the Washington state estate tax, regardless of what happens at the federal level. There seems to be no movement in the state one at the present time it's um i i don't I haven't seen any legislation going through or much chatter um if uh, governor Inslee's reelected which appears <laughs> close to certain i suppose um we'll see on that one too but um 
we would expect that to stay pretty much the same. Um, it does notch up for inflation, but it, it won't get markedly different. Well, it started off at two million back in what two thousand seven, and yeah. it's up to two million what one ninety three. Yeah. So it's yeah. gone up one hundred ninety three thousand in thirteen years. So it doesn't go up much, yeah. folks. Um, so nominally at two million dollars, if your estate is two million dollars or more. Um, you have to think, start thinking about Washington state estate taxes and uh, because that tax can be, you know, it's it's not as scary as the federal, which is at 37%, but it's 20%. And uh, certainly for those of you who have larger estates over the $11 million, you could be looking at a 20% Washington tax and under current law, 37% on your federal level. So 37 and then 20 on a great deal of that as well. Um, you're talking some pretty serious taxes and dilutions um, over 50 to 60 percent of your estate and heaven forbid if any of the assets that are required to pay the taxes have to be withdrawn from a retirement account you'll also pay the income tax on those and ted we've seen estates devastated by 80 plus percent sometimes as close to 90 percent of the impact of taxes from people who you know didn't pay attention to this well it's not uncommon to have to liquidate a, an asset to have to pay the tax liability very few people think about and you talked a little bit about this earlier about using life insurance and that's one of the key roles of using life insurance is to pay estate taxes at both levels if you have an, uh, an exposure like that and and that's a that's a big deal and uh you know, like Rick said earlier, there are ways that we can deal with insurance where it's actually not part of your taxable estate because it is part, and I don't think a lot of people get that either, that that it's includable in your gross estate. It is still not taxable to the beneficiaries, but it certainly is included in your gross estate. And by being able to take a million-dollar policy and put it in some life insurance trust uh, removes that million dollars from your estate and still provides the same downstream benefit to your heirs. Yeah, so, you know, looking at life insurance and, you know, the big f- – big thing of life insurance is it it is not income taxable but it is estate taxable if you own it in your own name but if you use an irrevocable life insurance trust and it's properly done and properly maintained that trust removes that million dollar of life insurance from your estate and therefore it would pass on to your beneficiaries estate tax free and Income tax free, um, called a super bonus, and um, so I think life insurance will be playing a bigger role in people's lives as we move forward. Life insurance is bought for a number of reasons throughout life. When we're young, we buy term insurance to protect us, and if we have young children or a spouse, if something happens to us early in life. But as we get older in life, many people don't have insurance anymore. Or they they think they don't need it, and then all of a sudden they come to an estate planner, and we say, "Gee, you should maybe have some life insurance." Um, life insurance is one of the cheapest tools you can use if you owe an estate tax, because you know if you buy a million dollar life insurance policy, let's say you paid a hundred thousand dollars for it, well, so you pay a million dollars in taxes, but only cost your estate a hundred thousand dollars. That's the leverage of insurance, and that's kind of one of the reasons we are going to look at that, and I'm pretty confident uh, the insurance company's looking at this real carefully right now, and they'll even be designing products that will be addressing this as well. Hey, folks, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. When we talk about estate planning and elder law, there are two triggers that cause you to review your plan. 
John Curley here with my attorney, Rick Gregrick. And Rick, what are those two triggers? Thanks, John. There are two key triggers for when you should review your estate plan. Changes in health or wealth. COVID-19 is a significant impact to both, so everyone should review and update their estate plan. Ask yourself, are you and your family prepared? Do you have the right executors, agents, and trustees? Have you provided for your family? We're here to help. This pandemic has disrupted all of our lives, so each of us needs to be proactive during these difficult times. Be prepared. Have a plan. Talk to Rick. Gregor and Associates, they're open. They're essential business, and they want to help give you peace of mind. You can call them or meet virtually to discuss your estate and elder law plan. Call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. Or book your free consultation online at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You know, we can't always count on great health as we age. That's why I cannot overstate the peace of mind I feel having long-term care coverage for me and my wife. If you've been thinking about it, but you have some questions, this is a great time to get answers. Join my friends from 525 Advisors for one of their free long-term care planning live webinars they have coming up. At the webinar, they'll explain how long-term care works, what the coverage pays for, and you'll discover all the new options and different ways to fund a plan. And then when you're ready, 525 Advisors, they are the best in the country. And I know that because my wife and I went through the whole process with Brian and Madeline, and man, they take great care of their customers. Check out all their reviews. People love working with Brian and Madeline at 525 Advisors. So sign up today, 525longtermcare.com. Join them for one of their upcoming live webinars. The class is free. All you have to do is go to 525longtermcare.com, 525longtermcare.com. Retirement, what does it mean to you? Has it changed as a result of today's economy? Are you worried about your future? Could there be stormy seas ahead? Hi, this is Rick Gregrick, founder of Gregrick & Associates. We're a dedicated team of legal and tax professionals that can help you navigate your course for a secure future. Whether you're just thinking about your retirement or you're well into your retirement years, whether you're single, married, or involved in a domestic partnership, we can help you create your necessary legal and tax planning. I am so glad I found one firm that can help me with all my legal and tax needs. Call today for your free consultation, 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. During this free consultation, Rick will guide you in the right direction. Do you need will-based planning or trust-based planning? Find out now. Schedule your free consultation with Rick by going to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Yourpartnerinlaw.com. We return to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, Rick Gregorick. All righty, folks, it is November 1st, 2020, a year that will live in infamy. I want to get a quote from you know Dario that will live in infamy, as we have these fireside chats. So, folks, we're just trying to you know talk a little bit about taxes and things, but the real message is you need to have an estate plan. It needs to be current. It needs to be updated and maintained over time, just like your car does. And with the ever-changing landscape we have in federal laws and state laws, I mean, and many of the changes we're having are, are, are great. They're, they're beneficial to you. They're things to take advantage of. We've had a number of state law issues over the past 
I'll say decade, um, that are very beneficial and yet, you know, you have to take advantage. You must avail yourself of those things. I think, you know, Ted, one of the things that, I, you know, so many people just assume certain things happen automatically and there's not a lot of automatic in law. And so, you know, maybe something is automatic, but then you have to go back and do something to perfect it. For instance, like if you have a joint tenancy or you have a community property, someone dies, you still have to go down and get your name on the assets and things like that. It may have vested in you as a matter of law, but you got to go down and put the proof down there so it's all legal as we say so there's well, that's that really a title it, that's a title insurance issue primarily but but yeah that that, that takes place and I, I can't tell you rick how many times i've had people uh you know come in with nothing more than a community property agreement and say that that's all they needed to do and uh, although maybe technically the property is vested but if you go to sell that item and you don't have your title lined up properly guess what you're gonna have to fix it so i tell people that haven't done this you know you're gonna have to clean this up sooner or later so let's just get it done now you know the other thing i would like to caution people on because you know this has been a long time problem but i'm i'm even more concerned with it right now it's where when one spouse or the first spouse dies and Sadly, you know, um, very, very, very often the surviving spouse is not settling their spouse's death, whether it be the husband or the wife, whoever their spouse is. Um, They're not settling that debt, making assumptions that, well, everything just goes to me anyhow. Um, Well, that's a true statement. It, you know, potentially has problems to where you're not going to be able to act on certain assets. You're not going to get the same tax treatment. So, you know, you do have to do something when someone passes away, folks. Um, There are some minimum things that will ensure the proper um, treatment of those. That way, 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now, you're not having to open up the estate of your deceased spouse. We've had to do that so many times over the years where, you know, something wasn't properly settled, and the only way to get it settled, even after a decade or more, or two decades, is to go back into court, and that's never, a, you know, an easy or inexpensive um, way to do it. Well, that's absolutely true, and we've had occasions to have to do that. And uh, and really, you know, I understand that you know the grieving process, particularly for a spouse that you've lost, is is you know you don't put a time on that. But a lot of people go through that process, and like Rick said, they just ignore everything, like everything's just hunky dory, and and then they pass on this problem to the next generation, who usually has to clean it up. So we get our fair share of those folks that aren't real happy that mom didn't do anything when dad died. Well, you know, I've got a case right now with one of my very dear clients, and uh, I had a conversation with him the other day, and his mom and dad both passed away, and dad's been gone over 10 years, and we're still wrestling through um, various real estate titling issues. And I said, your dad was a very busy guy in how we, you know, bought a lot of real estate, very successful. But, you know, back in the day, and I'm talking 50 years ago, paperwork wasn't so good Um, partnerships were made on a handshake and now we're trying to go through and say who really owns this property and um, it's not an easy chore so uh, i do encourage you to you know number one have an estate plan 
And then once you have an estate plan, develop a review process. This is something we teach our clients and we encourage them to do. When do you do self-reviews? What do you look for? How should you handle that? And then when's the time to come in and talk to the attorney again? You know, and as you've heard uh, John saying so many times on our ads, changes in health or wealth in your side, we want to take, you know, you need to look at your plan and certainly anything that's external to your plan taxes, changing administrations, these always have impacts, and you need to know what they are, good and bad. I mean, you know, there's going to be good things and bad things no matter what happens. So it's how we address those issues and how you address them. So we'd love to uh, we'd love to be your law firm. We'd love to be your lawyers. We'd love to be your planners, and we'd love to help you have a, you know, more prosperous life, protect your assets, uh, maintain your privacy, stay in control, and be Have able some to... some peace of mind. Just the yeah. good old-fashioned peace of mind. Well, <clears throat> Ted, in our last few minutes here, we got to talk Seahawks. we got the dreaded 49ers and Mr. Garoppolo coming up. Both teams have been hobbled by injuries. Arguably, San Francisco's probably had more injuries, but some of their guys are starting to come back. Our injuries have been a little more recent, and... Uh, it's going to be an interesting game. These two teams always go out there and knock heads pretty hard. I've never seen too many rollover games here. <laughs> the uh, division rival. And, um, of course, we all remember back in the Super Bowl run, and um, that was grudge match city, and then San Francisco kind of, you know, they had some rebuilding years. A couple weren't so good for a while, but um, they look like they got a pretty decent football team this year. They sputtered getting started, but... Uh, I think it's going to be a good game. I hope it's going to be a good game. I mean, if Russell continues on, um, unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. So uh, we do want to uh, put a big wish out to the Hawks out there. And um, I hope everybody's um, doing well. We're all fighting to get through this uh, COVID and get to the other side, whatever and whenever that means that. And I suppose someday we'll be looking back on this and uh, these are stories we will be telling our grandchildren, uh, stories of COVID and surviving the great pandemic or some of the more tragic stories where your grandma was lost to the pandemic or things like that. But it's going to shape America for decades to come, um, no matter what happens here. So I'm hoping we all can be... You know, be civil with each other. You know, we're all human beings. We're all on the planet here together, and we all need to work together. So that's that's my big motivation uh, pre-Seahawks game is uh, let's get out and work together on this because that's the only way it's going to work is together. So, there folks, you, you know. Stay positive, test negative, and keep it moving, folks. I like that. Stay positive, test negative, <laughs> repeatedly. And keep it moving. And, of course, we want a big shout-out to the Go Hawks. So uh, should be a great game. Folks, uh, enjoy the rest of the day. We'll be back next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick. Event Info newsletters and Your Partner in Law podcast can all be found at yourpartnerinlaw.com. To schedule an appointment with Rick Gregorick, call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. For more information on the show or to sign up for a free Partner in Law event, visit yourpartnerinlaw.com. Tune in next Sunday morning at 9 to Your Partner in Law with your host, Rick Gregorick. Simulcast on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 7 Seattle.